Hello survivors and welcome to First Aid Sprays, now that's what I call survival horror. The show where we discuss and rank various soundtracks of the survival horror genre. I am joined this time by Kelsey aka Mr KDB. Hello. And we're here to talk about a much loved PlayStation 1 classic. You've all been asking for it so it's time to do Resi 3. Uh, If you haven't seen an episode of this show before... How this is going to work is Kelsey has diligently picked his personal top 10 tracks from Resident Evil 3 Nemesis. This is all his own personal opinion, so let him know why he's wrong in the comments below. Uh, In terms of what he missed off, uh, I actually tweeted before we even recorded that this was going to be a controversial one, uh, and I I don't doubt that. So here we are. Now that's what I call survival horror, Resident Evil 3 Nemesis. Kelsey, take it away. Okay, so before I reveal number 10, I just wanted to say a couple of things. Uh, You kind of took the words out of my my mouth already, but so yeah, these are personal choices. And I went back and listened to this soundtrack, which is really long. It's a huge soundtrack. There's so many tracks on it. And I picked ones which... For me, this wasn't like a composer awards type selection. Mm-hmm. It's more, you know, there's there's some tracks on the product, uh, there's some tracks on the soundtrack where their production is really stand out and stuff like that. But I've picked stuff that is just stuck with me, maybe for other reasons or right. various reasons. Not that there isn't some good, you know, production on there too. Uh, so that it's not the sort of thing that will make Mozart proud. Maybe <laughs> some of them. But it's just. <laughs> You know, some tighter moments in the game that mm-hmm. I really enjoy, and then some are just picked for sort of overall atmosphere. But yeah. Um, so, number 10 is The Last Escape. So, The Last Escape. This. Um, yeah, this throws us in at the deep end. This is obviously, uh, this is um, uh, uh, right at the very beginning of the game. It's not even in the game. It's the mm, it's the true. intro sequence to the game. Uh, it's short and sweet, but it's a piece of music that just is stuck with me over the years. It's played over in my head for years. And I've not played RE3 for, I, I reckon, I've not played the original for probably 10 years now. Uh, but prior to that, I'd played it loads and loads and loads. Now this So this has stuck with me. And I think... Um, you or maybe I remember this a lot because you hear it when you die and you go back to the title screen. <laughs> right. So <Yeah. laughs> it's one that will repeat for you a lot. And uh, yeah, there's just so much in such a short space of time. The um, I've I've called it. There's a little rainy arpeggio at the start, which I absolutely love. And then the big punches, which is sort of like high intensity, high action of the game. Um, it's like Nemesis bursting through a wall, and this. And it just of the first original, the original three games. This is the best intro piece. You know, mm. RE One is right. just basically a, a scream, and it just goes those kind of two noises. Mm-hmm. And then RE 2s is more sort of Terminator sounding. It just right. has those stabs, uh, but it, which are in this. If you listen, you can hear those same noises. Mm. But I just think this has so much depth in fifteen seconds, and yeah, it get, it gets you ready for the game. It's crazy that it's 15 seconds long, isn't it? Crazy. Um, Yeah, completely agree, to be honest. Um, It's it's one of those songs where you can hear it in your head 
if somebody says RE3 intro, you go, yeah, that. Because you're right, you've mm-hmm. heard it so many times, it, it will uh, stick in there. I think it is possibly the most iconic. For me, definitely the best of those classic PS1 intros, certainly. Um, yeah. And it conjures up all that imagery of the UBCS and the zombies and the nemesis and just all this stuff that you're about to sort of dive into or dive back into if you've died. It's it's It gets your hype. In 15 seconds, there's a lot of hype packed into this. Like you said, the big stabs. And most importantly, and we always talk about uh, light motifs in the show when we can. It's something that I've always said has been really good in, in the classic Resident Evil games. There tends to mm. be something in most of the soundtracks. And this intro role ends with dun 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 which is gonna come back all throughout the soundtrack yeah. <laughs> uh you know it's in remake 3 soundtrack as well it's a bit more specifically nemesis uh oriented i think in that soundtrack but it's all over the place in this so we're definitely gonna be talking about that again yeah hard to argue with this uh, yeah absolutely agree the um i will say like i absolutely love the intro to Resident Evil One, and I think that sticks with me as well. Um, I think it's that's the big more of a clanging thing. noise that, that sticks out the clang clang when Resident Evil turns yeah. up on the screen. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and but when I when I imagine that, you know, I just I see the 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 Chris actor's face and mm. stuff like that. It's more of a visual thing. This is purely yeah. This the music here has been stuck with me for a long, long time. And and I, it, it's no secret that RE Two is my personal favourite. But, you know, I, for a while, probably wouldn't have been able to recall that intro piece of music until Mm -hmm. I'd gone back to it. This one has definitely stayed with me. Mm -hmm. I think sort of some of the sounds used in this kind of set the stage for the rest of, A, the soundtrack, and B, this discussion. Like you said, the little uh, sort of synthy arpeggios there, which is... Mm -hmm. I mean, there was a bit of synth stuff in previous soundtracks, but I think it comes through just a little bit more in RE3. So it's a cool way, but the first few notes you hear when you put the disc in is that little arpeggio so it is a nice little setup yeah Yeah, that's actually that's just made me think now that's kind of ironic because resident evil 3 nemesis is kind of known for cramming so much more into Mm. it you know particularly in how it built off of re2 and that's just exactly what the intro does it's it's the most jam-packed one it's 15 seconds long and yeah there's so much to to sort of hear in there so yeah i really 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 like it So number nine is option screen. Okay, so this piece of music, there is no way I would have remembered this piece of music. <laughs> um, it's obviously a piece of music, piece of music that I've heard lots before playing this game. But so I played through RE3 recently for this to re. You know, I listened to the soundtrack, but I wanted and I, you know, context. To sort of, yeah, yeah. Mm. I want. I wanted to make sure that I could just re-experience it as it was supposed to be heard. So I did that. But the first thing I did. Um, it's almost just like an automatic thing is to go to the options screen. So I did. And I was like, 
hey, this this piece of music's pretty cool. I haven't even started the game yet. <laughs> well, I heard the <laughs> intro, and now here I am in the options screen, and this is another banger already. And so <laughs> I spent way longer just in the menu, just listening to it. Like it's you know it's probably just the same loop for like thirty seconds, I think. Um, if that, but the yeah, if that. <laughs> <laughs> but I absolutely loved it. And uh, uh, I, I wrote down in my notes that if this is like a Dr. Dre beat. Uh, anybody who's a hip hop fan out there, Dr. Dre is iconic for the pianos mm. and, you know, those dark pianos and then mixed with some high notes as well. This is 100% a Dr. Dre beat in a Resident <laughs> Evil game. Um, so absolutely love it. It's not very horror. It feels more sort of city streets and urban. And oh, I hate using that word. Uh, late at night. Um it sounds really similar to some music from Trauma Center, Under the Knife, which what is a, a game I was playing on the. Yeah, <laughs> I was playing that on the DS recently. So, um, yeah, it's just really cool. It kind of evokes a bit of cityscape and rainy streets, as I've said. It has a cold feeling, but also just taking a bit of a breather. Um, and you're in the option screen, just jamming out. <laughs> <laughs> I will be. I'm actually quite upset now that, as far as I know, nobody has sampled this for a hip-hop song. Someone yeah. out there, please do that. We will feature it in our show, like, 100%. Yeah, yeah. I'm really glad you picked this piece of music. I always thought, despite the fact that it's incredibly short and kind of inconsequential, that it's massively underrated. Um, yeah. It does have that save-room feeling of combining rest and repose mm -hmm. with the sort of main mm -hmm. melody but also tension uh, and sort of impermanence with the lone notes you know danger is out yeah. there it's coming to get you this rest is temporary that's what you want from a save room theme it's it's very much in that wheelhouse um it for me it just conjures up these great images of jill sort of watching the city go to hell in her apartment preparing herself to leave it you know um, absolutely and the other thing that I just wanted to say about what makes this song so great or this track so great is that I can think of, this might be the only piece of music in a Resident Evil soundtrack up to a certain point that's all just one instrument. This is just piano. There's nothing else. There's no strings. It's, it's a hell of a lot of reverb, but it's just piano Ooh, and nothing yeah. else, which didn't click with me until um, you sent me your top 10. I was like, didn't even consider that yeah i've always loved this it's a surprise that you picked it but a happy surprise for me yeah no i'm glad you liked it and uh i uh i did you know this is 10 and 9 have both just been very short pieces. you haven't even started there, the game you know. yet <laughs> <laughs> and i'm using was using up my choices and i picked some others and i sort of you know shortlisted and stuff like that right. but this stayed this was this never left the cut of my choices <laughs> That's fantastic. uh yeah no um um, but yeah, it's just to add, as I said, I wouldn't have recalled it. I think as soon as I entered the option screen, it came back to me and it was sure. like, oh yes, it was this piece. But, um, it, it was just nice to, it's just nice when that kind of effort has gone into, uh, the entire soundtrack as far as the option screen. Mm. And it's called option screen as well. That's the name of the track, <laughs> which is quite funny. Um, so yeah, pleased that they they thought it worth to um, put a nice, suitable piece of music for when mm. you're trying to figure out if you want to be on auto-aim or have the vibrate <laughs> on or something like that. 
Love it. Options screen represent. <laughs> okay, so number eight is Cold Hearted Soldier. So this piece of music, um, this, so I, you might be able to confirm this for me, but I don't think this is officially on the soundtrack because the track list that I found, this isn't on there, but this is a piece of music in the game that you can find online. So right. whether that's a bit of a cheat of a selection, I don't know, but it's, it's really weird. And it's, it's hard to confirm because there's like... 60 tracks in this game altogether mm. <laughs> and then when you look at the actual release it's maybe not all of them and yeah. then i think it was different maybe in japan and then different here so there yeah i couldn't that. figure out i um I, I don't have my re3 vinyl to hand sadly I, <laughs> it's in the other oh, room yeah, otherwise yeah, yeah. I, I could literally check that but if it helps uh, the Spotify version of the Resident Evil 3 soundtrack has this song included because it doesn't have... Oh, it does. It doesn't have any issues with limitations like official releases back in the 90s. Uh, so sure, yeah. It is, yeah, yeah. That's the thing about video game soundtracks. That was just always the way where physical releases, you pretty much just got kind of like a vertical slice of the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. Well, of course, yeah. Because as I said at the start, this is the soundtrack to this is is huge. So mm. um, there's lots of different tracks. But yeah, this is so. This is Cold Hearted Soldier. This is when you go into the, um, the I guess it's the Umbrella Sales Office. Um, Nikolai has just murdered Murphy, um, and I I picked this. This was a late. This was a late edition. Um, when I was playing the game, the I've put that that slasher movie note at the start mm. of it that's what stuck out to me and and the rest of the music didn't really stick to me but i i noted down i was like that was really interesting i need to make sure i go back and listen to that track um and then when i did i was like okay yeah this is really good you know nikolai is this he's he's this killer but he had, we have this slasher type synth at the start that suits him really well but then after that because i don't think you hear that noise again the rest of it is very conspiracy sounding and computery and digital and right. has a sort of more military feel to it. Um, and yeah, and it suits him perfectly. Um, but then it's also got these weird, sad drone notes as well. Obviously, the death of his team member, Murphy, or let's say the death, <laughs> the the slaughter of his uh, team mm. member, Murphy. Um, and yeah, and it's, it's quite a long piece. Um, but it's one that I thought this is where I'm really getting into the more um, full pieces of music. This was a really good one. It's, it's very conspiracy, as I said, dark yes. plot, yeah. you know, he's the traitor. Um, and then something I just thought was interesting to point out was the sort of digital sounds that you have in there as well is so, so similar to music from, from Metal Gear, uh, probably more MGS2, um, right. But MGS2 wasn't out yet, which is weird. So it sounds mm. like this music could be in, in MGS2, but then it could have just taken influence from MGS1. Um, 
yeah, it's just uh, one that stuck out to me for the sound at the start. And then when I listened to it afterwards again, I thought it had much more depth than I realized when I was playing the game. Yeah, it's, um, it does a really good job of delivering what it's trying to tell you about, as you say, conspiracy, suspiciousness. It's not actually Nikolai's theme. He has another song for that. But That's it's very right. much sort of like a great representation of the threat that he posit, you know, that he poses and the sort of don't trust anyone vibe that he gives across. Um yeah, it's it's just one of those songs that's just really good at fitting the scene. It's got the uh the dun 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 dun, dun in it. Sort of buried. It has, yes. That big nice. bass drum, yeah. Yeah, got that. So as you say, the sort of military uh sort of touches to it, which are all over Resident Evil Three. Sort of, it's mm-hmm. definitely that is almost like its defining tone, um, sort of a military feel, which is obviously very apt for the story of the game. I think that those soft synths, um, I wouldn't have thought of Metal Gear as a comparison, but you, I think you're very yeah. right. It's not something that came to mind, but you're very right. I wonder if it's a sort of John Carpenter sort of thing, uh, yeah, because there's some yeah. of that in RE2, um. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's some of that in RE3. I wouldn't be surprised if Metal Gear sort of took influence from stuff like oh, that. God, because, yeah, of course, yeah, Escape yeah, from New York, yeah. you know. So it, Exactly. Um, so it's pos- that is possibly the origin. But you're right. You can definitely draw a line between this and uh, the Metal Gear Solid soundtrack. Yeah, this was yeah, this it, a nice surprise as well, this one. I definitely wouldn't have thought of this. But, yeah, it's just it's so good at getting across what it's trying to tell you. Yeah, you're completely right there as well. I mean, these games... You know, I'm thinking about oh, what ref game does that sound like, or does it sound like this game? But most of them take so many influences from movies anyway. Yeah. So yeah, you're you're probably more spot on with the reference there. But they definitely sound very similar. So uh, yeah, big fan of this one. Um, nice mix of nice nice little dash of horror, but military conspiracy is uh, is on full display in this one. Mm. Okay, number seven is from relief to terror. So my first point about this, this is the funniest piece of music on the whole soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> and it goes with one of the funniest cutscenes of the whole soundtrack as well. Um, this was going to be my number eight, but it got bumped up a place because of that funny cutscene. Um, yeah. Uh... <laughs> so cruel. So for those, for the, yeah, for those that can't place it, it's from uh, when you're just finishing the uh, clock tower section. Uh, Jill thinks she's saved, the helicopter's flying above, and then Nemesis blows the helicopter out of the sky. Um, it spawned the meme as well with the smiling yeah. Nemesis image yeah. that you see all the time now. Uh, so, so, yeah, it goes from the sort of uh, the angelic ending, slow motion doves, you know, <laughs> I'm saved, it's finally over, to nope, just bum, 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 and then it's like a very bomb countdown type theme. And yeah, again, and I also put, again, this also sounds pretty Metal Gear mm. as well. Um, but uh, yeah, 
hilarious i love a swerve <laughs> and this is um one of those ones where you've been playing the game for a fair bit of time at this point so this could be the end when you know if you're playing it for the first time you might think okay maybe i'm there but no you're swerved the helicopter gets blown out of the sky huge change in music again it's very short but i think it's just a great moment in the game despite the goofiness of the slow motion cutscene. uh i love how this one uh changes uh from it changes from relief to terror so the title is is that yeah. yes i um i genuinely remember falling for the swerve because games didn't do this kind of thing at the time um <laughs> and there was no sort of like clear measure of how long a game is or should be or or what you know so i do i do remember especially because you know it starts with so cheesy uh as resident evil ending songs are oh yeah pretty cheesy and then as you <laughs> said just goes nope <laughs> um this is just a great example of what i love about this show is the fact that again would never have thought of this being picked at all but the way you've come sort of at this soundtrack and sort of pick the things that have sort of nestled into your brain uh the music that goes with the moments and stuff like that uh again it's that's why it's so cool to do the show and talk to different people about you know what they've gotten out of the soundtrack because it's so unexpected but yeah it's good it serves a purpose i definitely wouldn't put it in my top 10 but i will say i do love that like doof right at the end like someone yeah. slamming a door being like right where well, you're literally trapped now and you have to fight Nemesis, which is what's yeah. happening. So, yeah. <laughs> Interesting one of the, yeah. I'm happy with it. Why not? <laughs> it's one of the toughest boss fights as well, I think. Oh, is, absolutely is can be, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, you know, uh, some people are probably rolling their eyes at some of these picks, which is fine. Um, and, you know, you said tell everybody why I'm wrong in the comments, but, you know, tell me why I'm right as well. This is... Uh, <laughs> this, uh, it, and that... You're right. This is why I picked it. It's just moments that stick with me. And it's very easy to become over, over critical of, you know, I'm not a music critic. So I could go through, when I go through this soundtrack, I'm not looking for, you know, those kind of things, really. I'm looking for, like you said, what has stuck with me, uh, moments that I love in the game. But I can appreciate great production as well and all mm. that. So number six is, and I think I'm going to say this right, Mysterious Orgle. Parentheses correct. <laughs> <laughs> So I say parentheses correct because there is a, I think it's parentheses wrong is the other version of this. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I would argue that so this piece of music is more iconic you know, with RE3 than some of the bigger produced tracks in the actual soundtrack. Um, this tune is <laughs> this is something I've, something I could hum or do 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 or on command ever since I first played the game. And I think there might have been a period in time where I forgot where this piece of music was from, but I remembered <laughs> the piece of music and then I revisited RE3 and I was like, that's where it was from. And yep. so... It's just another piece that has stuck with me. And then, you know, outside of that, the general just kind of feel of music boxes is really creepy. It's It really has... I think when everyone hears a music box, they might think of different things. But for me, they're generally only linked to 
to to horrific stuff (laughs) horror movies or they're found in a dusty attic or something like that (laughs) and like a haunted picture is next to it i don't know there's so this piece of music is like i say it's unforgettable um it's obviously part of the puzzle in the game um and then yeah music box has appeared i think possibly only twice in the re series there's definitely one in village but I'm, mm. In my mind, I feel like they've they've cropped up a few times, but maybe they just crop up in other games. Um, yeah, and uh, it's just super super creepy. And uh, when I was thinking about it, I was I felt like this wouldn't be out of place in Silent Hill. This little this little piece of music. It's just got, mm. even though it's supposed to be nice, there's something just eerie and weird about it. So yeah, that's why I picked it. I. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to say about this one. Um, out of all the ones so far, I said, oh, I didn't expect this, but it's nice. If I had to order every song in the soundtrack in likelihood of you picking it, this would probably be close to the bottom. But, you know, why not? I hear it. I know instantly what it's from, what it is. Even the wrong one, I know what it is, where it is. Uh, which leaves me with two questions. Uh <laughs> And is maybe this is the reason it's so creepy, but why is there a music box in the machine room of a clock tower? Like why Yeah. <laughs> because it's Resident <laughs> Evil, I guess. Like it makes no sense. But sure. And the other question is what's an what's an or orgel? Orgle? What is it? <laughs> I yeah, Googled that I, word I sh- and nothing comes up. <laughs> it's really weird. I guess it's something some kind of weird translation of a word that's Yeah, I, I guess know. so. It's 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 really odd. So I don't know, and I, so I didn't know how to say it. But mysterious orgle. I guess <laughs> it, it must mean something like theme, or, or you know, yeah, it, yeah, melody, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah so, something like that. And I'm sure all the incredibly educated professional musicians listening to this, are like you idiots, this is what it is. But you know, yeah. this, um... that's all right. Everyone else is going, you idiot. Why did you pick this track? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is what I mean about controversy. And, but that's yeah. Sorry, what, why not? I, I need, so I've got to be honest, like I picked this before I even played the game or picked anything. I was like, right, that one's going on there. <laughs> the most iconic so, track. Yeah. Uh, it's, I, I, I could never see this list being finished without this being on there. And I did have a little laugh to myself because I thought That's this, people are just going to be annoyed or just think I'm stupid because it's not a real music track. But as a piece of music, it is a piece of music. It's a tune. And this is completely synonymous with re3 it is and (laughs) everybody knows this like you say you know where Mm. it's from um you know the puzzle feels like a um uh, a nod to the old uh, cheat code as well because it's like up up down down up down up down or something isn't it so so yeah um absolutely iconic uh it's not my number one yeah but it's 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 it didn't quite crack the top five but (laughs) (laughs) a solid number six for mysterious orgle there's there's one person out there who's really excited right now because this is like their text tone or their alarm tone or something and they're like (laughs) and it's probably you yeah you said that and my like a light bulb went off in my mind i was like i might set it as my alarm tone tomorrow so that's a good idea um and yeah you mentioned the wrong one and it's the wrong one's cool that's like weird you know yeah if you talk about creepy yeah that makes it extra spooky doesn't it so yeah yeah big fan of this number five is city of ruin 
Okay, so I would hope that most people would remember this one. I feel like this is more, um, you know, this this isn't Mysterious Orgle. This is a proper piece of music <laughs> from RE3 <laughs> that you hear quite a bit in the game. Um, I think it's in the early stages. Yeah. It's in the RPD. I'm sure it's in the RPD. I don't know if I might have got that wrong. It's not Early, in the or is RPD. It in the, I think yeah, it plays either... I should know in this, really. or something like that. It either yeah. plays basically straight after you get out of the warehouse. I'm not convinced of that. Or it mm. plays just after you leave the RPD. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, anyway. So, yeah. So this I do really like. One of the more gothic-sounding tracks has a... Um, uh, so... I put some weird notes on here. I said that this feels a bit like it could be in a Star Wars movie. And I, I've since re-listened to this, and I've maybe softened on that opinion a little bit. But it has a bit of a galactic tone to it. But then it has the big bass, the dun-dun-dun-dun, is in mm. there. And so that's that motif, which is which is everywhere in this soundtrack. The, you know, big stompy nemesis. Um, but then it feels very sort of investigation-y, and it's got like a... A skulkiness with the brass and the strings. There is a lot more going on in this one. A lot more texture. Um, this is obviously... Um, and we're going to get to some other choice, uh, or a certain choice in a minute, which might annoy people. But um, this is very uh, unique for RE3. I think it's... This is signature RE3. City of Ruin is a title I think lots of people remember. Mm. Um, and I just... I, d I don't know why... I The Star Wars feel... I think I could just imagine it just leaned a bit towards sort of death march stuff for me. Yeah. Um, and I could imagine I could imagine people sneaking around to this. And when I think of Star Wars, I think of them sneaking around the ships and stuff. That mm. seems to happen in nearly every single Star Wars film. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was a weird little reference sort of point it triggered for me. But um, yeah, really like this one. Solid. It's it's made my top five. This is a big piece of music for our, for RE three. Um, yeah. Again, I wouldn't have made that comparison, but I can certainly see where you're coming from. It does feel like super slowed down death march. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, this for me, I'm just going to go off, I think. Uh, this is one of the all-time greats. Uh, uh, you know, the best thing about music is that it's subjective. So I can say right now that this, I can't think of a world where this wouldn't be number one track in RE3 for me. Um, yeah, and if I was ranking all of the music in the series, this would be punching everything out and knocking everything out in one punch. It's pretty close to the top of everything from nice. Resident Evil for me. It's yeah. if people are long-standing first aid spray fans or have gone back to listen to the, the first season, uh, the piece of music that I wrote a long time ago that then I just sort of used as the theme because it was lying around. It was pretty much me just ripping this kind of song off you know everything everything that feels like resident evil to me is is in this track and that's why our original yes. theme music is kind of reminiscent of this it's it doesn't follow any normal sort of structure it just seems like this strange flowing of instruments playing off of each other and classic sort of stuff you somber strings that kind of sound like zombies moaning in the distance which on top of that, then you've got this choir that kind of accents that and makes it even sadder. You've got these mysterious clangs and stuff going on. Uh, the brass gives it that militarized zone feel that we talked about a little bit. Um, I have walked around empty 
city streets at night listening to this music i'll admit it i'm that much of a nerd um and one of my favorite parts of the remake is when this song kicks back in i just think it's the track uh to sort of define raccoon city's destruction not the craziness of it all happening but the sort of city of the dead stuff that you experience on re3 the sort of last few days before it gets destroyed after everyone's pretty much gone uh, this is just the perfect mood piece for that mm. end of the yeah, world it... encapsulated in one city yes it's it's hard to disagree with anything you've said there like it's i do really really love it and there's a couple of choices here which might be odd to go ahead of this but mm. and you know i could i it's the sort of track that i could be you know if if somebody was making me change my list i could be persuaded to bump it up a couple of places i do really love it too and it has like you said it has everything in there but in a sort of weird way and that's why i put sort of skulkiness it's just all mm. kind of just all wandering around each other you know all the noises yes. and all, yeah. all the instruments and it is very quintessential re um i just don't know you know it's just weird isn't it when you play these games so, as i said certain moments stick out for for different people in different ways and with this i don't know why it didn't stick out more i think because it's more of a with a lot of these choices, this is that I've made. They are do lean towards moments. This is more of a background atmosphere yeah, one. Yeah. yeah, so it's kind of always. It's I don't want to say it's just there. That's the wrong phrase to use, but it is there. It supports everything. But if you listen to it outside of that, yeah, it is a fantastic piece mm. of music. Um, yeah, I think I'm, that's I, a compliment I in a way, considering that yeah. it. A lot of your list so far has been about moments that this has reached the top five and it's it's not from a particular scene. I think that in, it, in its own way, that's a compliment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, um, I think you mentioned, yeah, the sort of the noises that sound a bit like zombies as well. There is this sort of this almost like moans and stuff like that. And it seems funny me to, you know, when I meant when I made the Star Wars reference, I'm not trying to make fun of it. You know, the, <laughs> the music in Star Wars is you know nobody's going to argue there's some fantastic music in star wars and it just i try always try to think of little reference points and stuff and it just seemed like and maybe that's a compliment to this it's such an epic piece of music that it could be in such an iconic franchise you know like star wars so yeah, yeah it's i completely get everything you're saying and i do love it um it just sits sits strongly at number 5 for me number 4 meeting brad Okay, so this is another piece of music which has always been in my head when I think of RE3, but weirdly I couldn't place it. Um, the It wasn't until I played through recently that I was just like, oh yeah, there it is, and this happened with a few pieces of music. So it's, I think with lots of the OG games, I played them so much, but I didn't finish them all a lot. And I restarted them a lot. And obviously mm-hmm. this is an early scene in the game um, where you meet Brad in the bar and that's where this piece of music cues in. 
And so I think, again, maybe that's why this stuck with me so much and why I feel it's so iconic, because I've played like the first 20 minutes to half an hour of the game more than I've played like the subsequent four hours or whatever it is. Sure, yeah. Um, so that's why it sits with me. But then listening to it now, I do still really, really think it's a great piece of music. Um, uh, I was having to think about it and the, the bell synths, they sound like a virus. So, you know, this is mm. early in the game. There's still a bit of confusion about what's going on. And this, yeah, those little bell synths sound like a virus with the notes multiplying. And there's sounds that feel just like they're all taking you over. It's all encompassing. So the kind of scope of the world and the kind of um, the situation that Jill is in is all kind of expanding. And then you've got Brad there giving his speech. Um, I just, by the way, I think the uh, Evan, the the voice actor, is so good in this mm -hmm. little scene. Um, the um, yeah, so this is sort of starting to expand, and the whole situation starting to expand. And I think the there's this weird like gasping pad, like this sort of creepy gasping pad at about 17 seconds, and it happens again at 40 seconds. It sounds like someone being like strangled or choking, and mm. I was like, well, that just evokes Brad's fate really well. And it may very well not have been intentional. It may just been a part of the music, you know, that that just sound suited the the tone. But it literally sounds like somebody choking, or you know, and with what happens to him with Nemesis, it kind of made sense. So this, yeah, there's just there's something about this that kind of sits right with the confusion and the worry but then it feels very uh you know i mentioned the virus stuff i, th I thought this piece of music would work well in a lab section as mm. well but here it is in a bar so you know <laughs> it's it's it it it's kind of weird that it's con it contrasts the location a bit but yeah big fan of this piece it's also another bit of a taking a breather moment but with with the confusion as i say at least for me that's kind of how it feels anyway um and yeah and i think the vi the voice actor helps sell this section for me, and I know the voice actor is not a part of the actual music, but that's probably why another reason why it sticks with me. His you little can, speech that he gives. Yeah, you can hear it in your head, can't you? Some of these lines yeah. when you hear these tracks. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to disagree with everything you know that you said there. It's all pretty spot on. Um, there is something sort of clinical about some of the instrumentation. I know what you mean about it sounding like a lab, uh, a virus multiplying. That's brilliant to be honest i hadn't thought of that but it does you know if you mm. go back and listen to it now you'd totally understand what you mean when you say expanding those i mean i can see what you're saying certainly what's quite interesting is that this feels kind of claustrophobic to me uh, mm. but maybe that's just because again when you hear it you picture in your head that scene and they're in this tiny cramped bar moments before brad is going to sprint away uh, from whatever it is that's chasing him, because we haven't actually encountered it yet, even though it's on the box art. Um, so, yeah, it feels kind of like suffocating a little bit. And yeah, as you say, it's it's sort of resting. It's not really resting. It's it's sort of... It's not calm. There's no calm on Resident Evil 3's mm. soundtrack anywhere, but it's kind of muted for a little while, but not totally gone. Yeah, I mean, well sold, I say. Yeah, good, good, good reasons. Yeah, I just want to reinforce that. Um, so the sort of the synth pad with the choking and gasping as well. Like, I, there's a, some bands that I listen to that use uh, Moog synthesizers a lot, and mm. they they do this sort of stuff in their music where it doesn't necessarily sound like an instrument. It more sounds like a sound effect. Yeah. Um, and 
it's it's I've heard and, and I've heard that more recently with some of the music sort of in more recent years. But it's just cool to listen to this, which obviously would have, was made in you know ninety nine or you know ninety eight or whatever mm. uh, when they put this piece of music together. That they were being that kind of experimental with the synthesizers because right, this was that's still so yeah th this was still a weird period where there was a lot of figuring that out you know some of the music from that era sounds so cheap and so just synthy and it's like you know it all sounds the same but there's so much experimentation going on in these re soundtracks and I absolutely love it um, so yeah I want it a big that's I think that's why this one bumps so high on the list for me just that this one is a bit it is weird, this piece of music, mm. um, and I love that, love that little sound effect. Number three, Her Determination. So, um, so that big bass drum motif. So this yeah. wouldn't be the first time because we established at the beginning, the first time you'd hear it was at the end of the intro, but you do really hear it here because mm. the rest of the music is kind of muted out. Um, and this is that thing that keeps coming back through the soundtrack, like Nemesis stalking us, which isn't something that I considered until doing this kind of music breakdown that it's like, okay, this yeah, is a game true. with a stalker in it. Hmm. So this this drum motif is in so much of the soundtrack. It's stalking the soundtrack. Makes perfect sense. I I would be shocked if that wasn't intentional. So, yeah. But this piece of music is obviously the opening cutscene. Um, it's it's ha it has obviously Jill's narration over it as well. And I enjoy the again. This is another one where I'm kind of bigging up the voice actor. Um, when we're supposed to be talking about the music but what i like about this is it it sort of it lulls you into the false sense of a false sense of security because right at the start you have uh you know the crazy opening with the zombies and the ubcs soldiers um and this kind of it feels like okay jill she, she's got the speech that she's giving where everything's going to hell but it feels like she's got you know she's got a, a strong head on her shoulders you know you you feel a little bit you do feel a bit safe with Jill and I think mm. she's so powerful and so strong that you're like okay I'm gonna be all right it's Jill you know she can kick ass um, and the piano in this those sort of falling down notes that's what I've written in my notes here it just is so so good um, it's it sounds like low D chords uh, which is something that whenever I break down music I like this that sort of stuff is always in it. Um, and this is just another iconic piece that sticks with me. This intro, you know, the narration to go with it. It's another thing that feels when I when I just need to think of RE three. This is there. This is right towards the top, and the voice actors help sell it. But I can hear the music. It's not like I can only hear the speaking. Yeah. It's this piece of music really, really works for me. And after that crazy ass fifteen seconds. You started the game, and here we go. This is this. Things getting serious now, and Jill 
you know says a few funny lines they're a bit cheesy uh it sounds it's <laughs> the uh one of them is once the wheels of justice began to turn nothing could stop them nothing which is very 90s um and yeah and i've put here it's very kind of sarah connor narration over Termin terminator as well which mm. um you know obviously this this game references a lot right and so yeah big big fan of this and it sits i almost when i started writing the list this was way sort of back towards the sort of seven eight nine but hmm. after re-listening i was like no i'm gonna do it this is this is high on my list i just i love it so much and then because i love the character so much i think it's why yeah. it sits so strongly for me yeah um it is one of those things where you think you hear the music you think of the narration and vice versa think of the narration you think of the music um jill has had so many great voice actors to be honest, but if you were to say, think of a Jill Valentine uh, scene or moment of her doing some dialogue, it's pretty much going to be this bit, probably. Uh, it's definitely going to be Catherine Disher in RE3. That's where I go to. And I think, it, yeah, it's because of this scene that sort of sets the stage for RE3. As you say, she's got sort of... It's not completely hopeless at all. In fact, the music is really riding a line between that sort of hope of your last escape obviously um but mm -hmm. also the reality of the situation it sets up that sort of state of despair that raccoon city and resident evil 3 is full of all over um it's got that military sound again it does feel like a cheesy 90s action film certainly but uh, it does a fantastic job to sort of set up the rest of the game and Jill's sort of perspective and position and, and, and where you're coming from and how you're coming into this. Um, it's funny because RE3 obviously started off as a bit of a spin-off, uh, but this makes it feel like... As much as I argue that the original trilogy is 1, 2 and Code Veronica, that's a whole other discussion, obviously. Uh, yeah. You can't deny the importance that this scene gives Resident Evil 3. Simple as that. Yeah, I completely agree. And I'm with you there as well. Uh, you know, I like to argue that same point. But in my recent replay of this, uh, I've got a lot more love for it. That I've always had love for this game, um, but I've got more love for it than I think I had before. Um, and yeah, it just it reminds you, actually, this game is really flipping epic. And this mm. is a great opening. Number two is Free From Fear. there going on with free from fear but i got through it um <laughs> so <laughs> i um always 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 very biased towards re2 um that is the game that is personally my favorite but this i think is probably the most well put together save theme in the entire franchise and I went through and I listened to all of them and 
I feel like two, four, and seven are the other really big, are the other really good ones. Yeah. The yeah. OG save theme is iconic. It's just very, very friendly and a little bit silly, like some of the mu- other music is in RE1. Um, this, I think, RE had found its stride by the time it got to Nemesis, RE3 Nemesis, and this save room theme, I think, just has, yeah, it's one of the ones that has everything, the mix of high and low notes, synth pads, slow mm. strings. Um, it's very close to RE2, this piece of music. This could have been in RE2. It, fe- it feels like a jump off from that, but it just becomes so much more. It does, even though it's a save room film, a, a save room theme, sorry, not film, it um it doesn't feel as safe as some of the other themes like i said in in re1 that feels very very safe you could almost feel like you could go to sleep to that piece of music you know you're Funnily getting tucked enough, in for the night uh, it, it's <laughs> the reverse of that it's been my alarm for a very long time so it definitely doesn't <laughs> there you go it doesn't feel like a danger to me at any, any point now certainly it's so soothing <laughs> that theme um you know, that's, and they obviously, they went in with that idea, like, we need the safe, it's got to feel safe. And whereas here, the franchise has discovered really what it is, and there is so much packed into this save room theme. And I'd never really considered it, I, you know, I, I thought it was great, and then it was it was remade for the remake as well. And it was like, oh yeah, that great save room theme. But I went back, and as I said, I listened to all of them for this music breakdown, and it was like, you know, this, I think this has to be the best one. And I've really loved the save save room theme in two. Four is really good as well. Um, but I think seven is better. You know, I'm going all <laughs> over the save rooms here. But it's just I, I just looking for comparison, I struggle to find yeah. a better save room theme than yeah. this. And I think this is the best one in the franchise. I literally put, funnily enough, in my notes, I would struggle to pick a favourite of the save room mm-hmm. themes. But I think in terms of the best, Resident Evil 3 is just so well textured, yep. feels layered, more thorough, more emotional. Um, and like options, it's, well, it's not one instrument, but it's only two. Mm. You know, it's got piano, some of it's so low that it feels percussive, but it is just piano yeah. and strings. That's all there is to That's it. That's right. And yet yep. it's brilliant. I mean, it says so much. And like options, it's just a perfect balance between, oh, thank God, and oh, God, I don't want to go back out there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Racking City with its, you know, out of, like you say, um, the earlier, you know, RE1, especially much more safe, the safe room theme. Um, Raccoon City, quite rightfully, does not feel safe at any point. It has no safe places. It's it's a hellhole. Um, yep. And this theme, again, just like much of the soundtrack, represents all that tension and all that sadness. Uh, yeah, it's... Again, when it comes to that question of the best save room theme, I, I'm I'm hard to commit to such a big question, but sure. this is the default answer. So I think, yeah, most likely it is the best save theme. Uh, and it deserves to be this high up the list, so... Yeah, I think uh, there'll probably be more conversations in the future about save room themes. And, I reckon so. It's, uh, yeah, big, big fan of this. Solid number two, not quite number one, but number two. There we go. Number one is Front Hall. 
could like hear you smiling as you said that almost. <laughs> I just <laughs> <laughs> massive ear to ear grin. So, yep, that's it. This is front hall. Now I didn't do the RE2. Uh, now that's what I call survival horror, um, and I wouldn't have expected to either. You know, it's I'm, I'm overjoyed that I'm breaking down the RE3 soundtrack today. I love the game, the original trilogy, you know, as I'd said to you, it's where my heart lies and to get the chance to revisit the soundtrack in this way that I've done has made me love the game even more, um, as I've kind of hinted at already. Mm. But the the fact is, this is on the RE3 soundtrack. Um, (laughs) So it's within the rules. I can't not pick this. for me, this is my personal favourite piece of music in the entire franchise. I know you, you know, you really bigged up City of Ruin, and I, you know, rightly so. It's such a good piece of music, and I think technically, it is a probably a better piece of music than this. But personally, this is where my heart lies, mm-hmm. and technically, RE3 is a better game than RE2, but. <laughs> personally (laughs) re2 is where my heart lies it's just i can't get away from it this piece of music will be with me until the day i die it's just um it's exorcist alien and the halloween themes (laughs) all in a piece of music but it becomes like its own thing Mm. this is iconic and you know when we got to play re2 remake and you're allowed to uh, you could you could activate the old soundtrack for me. That was one of the biggest selling points for me. Right, it's just like you yeah. mean I get to play this great new game, but I still get that amazing old soundtrack. So, yeah, quintessential original Resident Evil. I remember being so happy playing this game for the first time and revisiting the RPD, and that this music cued, and mm. I was just like, oh, there it is, there it is, because mm. I loved RE2 so so much. And callbacks, and as I put here, connective threads—they're all—they're vital to a franchise. And there's lots of points in the RE franchise where fans have been very angry, where uh, it doesn't feel like a part of the franchise. It doesn't feel like a Resident Evil game. This is straight reuse of a piece of music from a previous game, but <laughs> there's no adaptation or development of mm. it. It's not like the Save Room theme, as I've said. They—they've used RE2 maybe as a jump-off point and then made something brand new and fantastic. This is just reusing a piece of music, but I'm sorry, it's officially on the RE3 soundtrack. <laughs> Front hall. <laughs> it's my number one piece of music in this game. It's my number one piece of music in the franchise, and that's where I fall on this one, I'm afraid. <laughs> nice. This is a it's been a good list for us both to say something along those lines. Um <laughs> and just stoke in the comments today, aren't we? Jeez. Uh, do you know, yeah, it's a cheat, but you're totally correct. If I were to pass you that vinyl that I have, or a CD, or even the Spotify playlist, this is on it. So that's justification, really. It is on the RE3 soundtrack, even if it didn't start there. Um, you know, there's only so much more I can say about this that you haven't, or that we haven't previously. Um, it feels very 90s, end of its time, in a good way. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you just sort of said about recounting it a little bit, it did make me wonder sort of how impactful hearing this in either Resident Evil 2 or 3 would be if I could time travel and hear this music for the first time again and have that moment of stepping through the doors, uh, what that would feel like. But in RE3 especially, um, coming back to the RPD uh, as a member of Stars as well and coming through those doors and being greeted by that music, 
bringing back all those memories of your previous successes and failures and all the monsters and all the and a fond sense of familiarity even though it kind of puts you on edge but after you hear it enough it's uh it's like a warm blanket in a weird way (laughs) (laughs) it's a horror horror piece of music but you know it's it's comfort for some of us i suppose um i guess with what we were saying about re3 was produced as a side game so I suppose that's why you do go back to the RPD reuse of assets to save time and stuff like that. But it, you can't deny that it feels like it's an intentional, I mean, an important part of Resident Evil 3's overall tapestry. And the fact that, as you say, they didn't change any of the music in the police department is a very good thing. Like, it ties it all together. It ties 3 and 2 are just clearly, you know, they're so well tied together in terms of the story and the lore. Uh, so this is one of the biggest parts of connective tissue, the RPD and, and this music. So yeah, can't argue with it. Can't argue it. Number one favorite track of all time from the series evil. Really? I don't think anyone could say otherwise it's a, it's a that's an excellent pick. Yeah, this, and I, it, we talk about reuse. It doesn't feel lazy. It doesn't feel like they've just gone. Oh, we'll just, no, it just feels that right. Piece of music. It, it's so purposeful and it is mm-hmm. right. It was the correct decision to reuse this piece of music um you know and you mentioned using a time machine to go back and listen like i can i can tell you i can remember my reaction to this um <laughs> and the first time i heard this piece of music and all right it wasn't re3 it was re2 but i was terrified like i was you know i was a lot younger this piece of music affected me and it's still it's with me it's will stay with me it sounds like you know, you are walking through a doorway and you're being judged on the spot by this piece of music. And it's just, it's very sort of, it's so horror, but so it's just so chilling. But then you say, and then listening to it again is like a warm blanket. It is, it's just, it's, there's so much to this, this piece of music. And, and as I mentioned, tech production wise, technically City of Ruin is probably better, but there's something about the impact and sort of the emotion a piece of music you know it, it doesn't matter how well produced something right. is yeah it's how it affects you and... exactly that's why this series is about your favorite picks and not what you think mm. is the best it's as simple as that yeah. um before we wrap up do you have any honorable mentions I did. And so as I mentioned at the start, because this is such a huge soundtrack Mm. and because I felt bad for picking, you know, the music box puzzle and the (laughs) options screen, (laughs) I thought I better just point out a couple of the others. So uh, one of them is Nikolai's theme. uh, So his actual official theme. Uh, This is a very grindhouse piece of music. Absolutely Mm. love that. Mm. Um, And I don't have too many notes on these. I just wanted to point them out. The other is never never give up the escape so this piece of music cues it's in the clock tower i think uh like i think it's in the room with the paintings and the where you use the yes the jewels I think you're right. and things yeah. like that and there's these again these weird scratchy noises and stomps and off-key notes this, this one of the most pure horror pieces of music on the soundtrack is never give up the escape mm. um and then also uh, watch your back, which appears when the uh, this appears when you first ha- um, you have a first encounter with the drain demos, and this is um, this is like full on monster mu- monster movie music. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's even got like hissing sound effects in it. So, so those three I absolutely love as well. Yeah, all solid. You know, never give up the escape for one is you know 
one that I always go back to for me because it's so, as you said, it's so horror. It's so weird. Yeah. It's got this yes. weird pulse to it. The main melody is like... The off-key notes. Right. It's it, The main melody sounds like this weird clanging noise that somebody's just stretched out and slowed down and turned into yep. a melody. It's so, it's like nothing else. Uh, yep. Genuinely makes me feel uncomfortable. It's a great piece of music. Uh, Nikolai's theme is obviously fantastic as well. That's, that's iconic. Uh, yeah. yeah, good choices all in all, I think. Um, so that is Kelsey's top 10 with honourable mentions of the Resident Evil 3 Nemesis soundtrack. Sound off in the comments. Uh, be civil but let us know what you would swap in and out, what your top 10 for this soundtrack would be. We always want to hear it. And as KDB has pointed out, it's a big old soundtrack, so there's a lot to pick from here. Uh, I don't envy having to like trawl through 60 tracks or whatever it is, definitely. Uh, but yeah, let us know what you think of the RE3 soundtrack, what your favourites and least favourites are, what other games you'd like us to cover in the series. Uh, thank you for joining me, Kelsey. No, thank you. It's uh, it's been a blast. As I said, it's increased my love for RE3, which was already high, but yeah, it's higher than ever after this. Excellent. All right. Well, we'll catch you all in the next one. Uh, thanks for watching, and have a good week. Bye.